You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast. Recording here for Monday's MLB DFS 11 game main slate. James, this is going to be a pretty wild week of MLB DFS. You and I were looking over the MLB schedule. We could have some monster slates. We could have a bunch of split slates throughout the week. Some early start times, some late start times. But regardless of that, we're here to get everybody prepared and keep the winning on. We've had a little bit of a good run of late and hopefully we can continue that going into this week as well. Yeah, um... Happy Monday, John. Happy Monday, everyone. And yeah, let's continue the the good ways. We got cores on this slate, tipping off at 840. And John, cores, there has been runs o plenty in cores lately. So well, that should be fun. You saw you, you heard you saw the rumors maybe that they've they've hot swapped the, the new, balls. The new baseballs are back at, or the old baseballs are back. It would make sense. Unless you were a Pittsburgh Pirate or Cincinnati Red yesterday, but I digress. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only notable total. Everything else, seven, seven and a half, eight, eight and a half. The normal. Oh, actually, Astros, Red Sox, John, nine, nine total there. So, uh, shout out to the Red Sox for providing lots of runs for the other teams. Yeah, we'll see how that one plays out. It, we're supposed to get thunderstorms today. I know I said that the last time, and they ended up those weathermen and their accuracy. <laughs> the storms ended up shifting a little bit, so that game last time in Boston. Uh, did get played, but again, you know, being in the area, we're supposed to get some pretty decent thunderstorms at some point during the day. So we'll see if that clears out in time. But we are looking at 11 games here. Uh, we do have a FanDuel slate because we are recording on Monday morning for this. Usually when we record in the evening, forever FanDuel isn't giving us anything, but uh, we do. And we have uh, an interesting top-priced pitcher on FanDuel, James. That is Miles Mikolas. Milokas? Mikolas? I don't know. However you want to pronounce his name. $10,200 on uh, FanDuel. He is $9,800. is the third highest price pitch on DraftKings behind Freddie Peralta at 10.5. Oh my God. And then Tony Gonsolin at $10,200. The man who barely ever throws more than five innings. That's your top three guys on the slate. Peralta has the matchup against Atlanta. Not the most appealing, but he does have some nice strikeout upside. I understand that Gonson's facing Arizona and Arizona against uh, a right-handed pitching, one of the worst teams in baseball. I just worry about the amount of innings that Gonsolin pitches to pay off a 10200 price tag. And then it's whether or not you trust someone like Mikolas to continue to pitch as well as he is. Yeah, the top tier of pitching is not great. I do think Mikolas is fine at the top. The Mets have been struggling a little bit lately. They have been good against uh, right-handed pitching. That's the one caveat. They don't strike out a lot, and they're a top-five team in OPS against righties. They struggle much more against lefties. So we have that to contend with. It's a good pitcher's park, though, in, in City Field. So if you want to play Mikolos, he's been super consistent. I'm not going to pay 10-2 for Gonsolin. The Dimebacks have actually been relative eh, i was gonna say relatively decent against righties let's look at what their splits are against they are against right hand pitching 29 yeah i was gonna say they 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 they've they started the trend very much towards 22nd and and they strike out a bunch so if yeah. you do want to play gonsolin you know proceed at your own risk on yeah. DraftKings. He's, he's only thrown 84 pitches is his most this year so like... that, but that was last start yeah right so maybe something to consider that we're going to get Gonsolin pitch count on the rise. It is worrisome that Dave Roberts is his manager. So we always have that to contend with. I think he's better on FanDuel at 8-7. Yeah. I think that's a better price tag. 
And then Peralta, I don't know, it's been night and day. I guess it's been pretty good lately. Four straight starts of three or, or less. Four straight starts of six or more strikeouts. Um, Atlanta against right-handed pitching is 13th in OPS, John. 25% carry rate. Yeah. Top a lot three. of guys, are, yeah, there's just, there's some high strikeout rates on teams this year. So he definitely is a guy that can miss bats. He's home. So maybe there's a little bit of an edge. Just expensive. I kind of like some of these guys yeah. in the mid-tier. Sevy gets Baltimore. I know he just faced them. But he's coming off kind of a tough outing. Six innings, four earned in that game. But he only had three hits. So he gave right. up a home run that did a lot of the damage in that. He did strike out five. So like maybe he bounces back a little bit there. $8,800 in there. On the road, they're not in the Yankee Stadium where Baltimore, they move the fences back a little bit. It's a little bit more favorable of a pitcher's ballpark. So maybe Severino at $8,800 can get in there. Noah Syndergaard is our maybe our so far our yep. biggest price. Noah is the second highest price pitcher on FanDuel. Just $8,500 on DraftKings. Coming off a really strong outing against Tampa Bay. He faced Texas already this season in Texas which is a pitcher's park now. Six inning, two earned, four strikeouts there. Not striking out as many guys as he usually does, as we're accustomed to. But you can't hate the results, right? Like, he's not getting torched in a lot of these games, and the Angels certainly can give him a double. So, again, I'm looking a lot more towards this mid-tier. I think this is a good starting spot. Yeah, and, and to definitely think Severino's in play, but I think it's important to note, and I think we've talked about it on this pod, when it comes to Thor, Houston doesn't strike out. Texas doesn't really strike. Boston hit or miss with their strikeout rate. They have a low strikeout rate as like a team, but they do have guys that do strike out. What if that makes any sense at all? Typically, like every team does, right? But as a team, like they're, they don't strike out a ton um, against right-handed pitching. 20th in baseball. Like the Yankees are tied with Boston in strikeout rate against righties, but they have Joey Gallup, right? He strikes out more than anyone ever. So... I just think, like, in the two games against teams that do strike out, Tampa Bay, highest strikeout rate in baseball against righties, and Baltimore, top half of the league, like, we saw the K rate. Now, Texas doesn't, they're 19th, so maybe we do get a low strikeout total, but they're also bottom five in the league. But yeah, so I'm definitely willing to go to Thor. I think the strikeout rate, the strikeouts are going to come. He has a 12% swinging strike rate. Only 1% lower than his career mark, and, and we know how much of a strikeout threat he was earlier in his career. So I think the strikeouts will come for Thor, whether it's this start or not. But I do think Severino and Syndergaard are the two top dogs in the middle tier. And I think if you want to fade the guys at the top, and I get So Thor on FanDuel, John, 9900 Would you pay? Are you comfortable paying 9900 I feel like that might be... So you do get the quality start bonus... On FanDuel, so like he does have two games going of quality starts this season, so you get a little bit of a boost. And if he gets the win, like it just helps him to offset some of those strikeouts. So I don't know, it's probably not, it's probably more of a cash play for me. Okay, I'm not totally opposed to it. I like his price way more. Like, I think we both agree that his price on, way, on DraftKings is way more appealing. Yeah, I'm 100% with you there. If we're looking into sort of some other guys in this value to mid-tier range, Whitlock is a high strikeout guy. Unfortunately, got tagged with a home run there against Atlanta, and uh, Cora pulled him after 82 pitches. He was pretty upset in the dugout when that happened. 82 pitches, though, is a season high for him. He threw 78 against LA. He got five innings there. We talked about Houston's struggles against lefties. Whitlock is a righty, but just a high strikeout guy, probably going to have zero. Zach Logue, 
He uh, tossed seven shutout against Detroit his last outing. Did face Minnesota already this year in Minnesota. Five innings, two earned. Uh, those two earned came off two solo home runs. He did have five strikeouts in that game. Minnesota is a team that definitely has some guys in their lineup that swing and miss. If there's any sort of uh, mid-tier interest for you there. And then Brad Keller is another guy that has a pretty decent price tag discrepancy. $9,200 on FanDuel. Just $7,200 on DraftKings. Faced the White Sox already. Seven innings, one earned. He's not a high strikeout guy, which is why his price tag is so low. I, I don't really know if I have a ton of confidence in Kansas City winning this game either, but you know he, he did have success against them earlier in the year. Yeah, so in terms of the mid-tier, like I'm into Whitlock in this spot. Houston, fifth in baseball and OPS against right-handed pitching. They also don't really strike out a lot. So I'm probably it's probably a fade for me, especially if we're going to get a quick hook at 82 pitches. If he gets into any type of trouble, Houston also has a high walk rate. So if that pitch count rises quickly, like we're not going to get even five innings out of Whitlock. I'm okay with Keller. I think you're right. He has been good outside of his start against Texas. The White Sox bats have been waking up a little bit. But then again, like the Yankees pretty much shut him down this weekend so i could be okay with keller what do you think archer's been bad but like how worried with oakland's offense are we like i agree with you on the other side like i like Logue on the flip side of this game what about archer like any appeal any interest in, in chris archer i don't know gvps uh, like oakland's bad i, know, I mean like they're 30th Dead last in OPS against righties, twenty five percent carry. He hasn't and again, more things though. Like... I know it's definitely the walks have been super concerning. Because... I, I really have one one guy I like. I think maybe two guys, potentially two. So guys. Yuki Kuchi and who else? Maybe wait. That's interesting. I know I mean, he I wasn't. I know he wasn't good in his debut start, but I... not walk five. He's not five five walk kind of. No, five walk and like of. San Diego is a good is a good team. Pittsburgh is not. So, despite the fact that they won a game while being no hit. So, yeah. Listen, Wade Miley is a pitcher that has gone on runs before where we're like, how is Wade Miley doing this? Maybe he is done, right? He's 35 years old. Like, maybe maybe this is just it for him. But, you know, if I am in a tournament and I'm looking to get different, right? $4,400 for Wade Miley at home against Pittsburgh doesn't feel like the worst dart throw. It is what it is. It is what you just said it was. It is a dart throw. Right? But yes, Kikuchi for sure. Home. Revenge game. Revenge? He's literally, DraftKings has him in a Mariner's hat. What a confusing, <laughs> people are going to be so confused right. when they think he's pitching for Seattle today. It was against the Yankees both times, but seven strikeouts in each yeah, of starts. That's pretty good. Seattle, 14th in OPS against lefties. Uh, 22% K rate, so like, not going to strike out a lot. Who did Kikuchi uh, piss off? Look at who he's faced. The Yankees three times, Houston twice, and Boston. And you know what? 4.15 ERA coming out of that? <laughs> not bad. Not too, ba- not too bad, right? Not, bad, not yeah. too bad. Just literally facing, like, the top. In theory, on paper, what should be the top three offenses probably in, in the American League. Two, two, two yeah. of the three currently. Yeah. yeah, Red Sox not. Red Sox are actually – so I, I texted this to a buddy yesterday when we were talking about – Games to bet and whatnot. Red Sox are dead last in baseball in Woba against left-handed pitching. And then Martin Perez went out there and tossed another gem. So, you know, well, 
He was actually upset that they, that he they didn't re-sign him. He was he wanted to come back because he's been good. But yeah, so anytime a lefty's facing Boston, I guess don't be afraid right now because they can't hit him. Right. Anyway, so that's where we're on in the pitching slate. I think Kikuchi for sure. Yep. The agreed. clear value play, and then we like the mid-tier guys: Syndergaard, Severino. Was there anybody Mikulas maybe on DraftKings, but not Fanduel? Would you play no. Ian Anderson? No, okay. not at the price. He's okay. he's been bad. What is he actually? What is he? Let's look at Fanduel. Mm. I don't know, man. Milwaukee's, off- yeah. Milwaukee's offense has been scary. <laughs> good. 75 on FanDuel is nice. Yeah, I think on FanDuel, Logue 83, Severino 81, right? That's- yeah. Kikuchi 75, and your boy Wade Miley's 5,700 if you want to spend up on course. Are you, are you going to chase the Kyle Bradish start? He did strike out a lot of people. Ele- John, 11 strikeouts against St. Louis. John, there's... And I get it. St. Louis offense is definitely good. Yeah, they put on a show last night. They are also significantly better against lefties. Mm-hmm. They are 16th in OP against right-handed pitching. And then against left-handed pitching, they are number one by 31 points. They're like clearing. I like the Yankees right now. You want to play Kyle Bradish against the Yankees? Go ahead. I will not be joining you personally. And that's come biased aside. I just Judge and Stanton are on a, on a, are going to be racing each other on who's going to hit more home runs, who's going to lead the league in home runs all year. Yeah, at this rate, that's fair. So. All right, let's get into catcher position uh, again. Philosophy is always the same. If you want to spend up, go ahead. James and I are, are generally not the mm-hmm. spend up types when it comes to the uh, the catcher spot. So you have Elias Diaz at home against a lefty at forty four hundred. Definitely think we're going to have interest there. Let's see. Any other guys in the mid-tier that you're looking at, James? You could play Will Smith against a lefty, sure. Mad Bum. And Salvi gets a left, or Salvi gets Lambert, who yeah. hasn't been great. So uh, MJ Melendez will probably be in the lineup since it's not sure. a lefty on the mound. So yep. Yep. I know only hitting 200, but it's limited at bats. He's 3K. Top top prospect. He's. I think this 3K tier is actually kind of interesting, John. Beth yeah, Yanni Gomes against a lefty? Yeah, Yanni Gomes against a lefty for sure. Hit a home run the other day. That's probably the lock, but Melendez, Seattle loves playing Luis Torrens, like hitting in the middle of their lineup. So if you're not playing Kikuchi and then Bethancourt continues to be good. Yeah. They moved him back to catcher. Remember the other slide? Yeah. So you screw it. If he's back to catcher, I'm in. He stole a base the other day and he's actually a threat to steal bases too. So I think that pretty much covers it. I, we'll have to wait for the rest of the lineups, but I don't see anything else. Danny Jansen returned to the lineup for uh, for Toronto, by the way. Three home runs. Yeah, and then he sat Sunday. I'm pissed because I was going to play him, but he's hit three home runs in four games. He pinched hit, he pinch hit on Sunday, but three home runs in four games before he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, two, two, two home runs two in the three, three games, and yeah. then he homered his return game. So yep, yep. this is definitely a lot of power there. So maybe if he's starting for Toronto at 43. Toronto's slumping. Yeah. As an offense, though, for sure. Guerrero's been eh. Mm-hmm. Bo's been eh. Yeah. Yep. All right. First base, Otani. Outfield, first base eligible at 59. Gets John Gray here. I think Gray's returning, too, to, from injury. So something to always pay attention to. Crone, lefty, cores. It's the, the triangle there, perfection. <laughs> that's uh, what I think that's exactly what I put in my playbook on uh, Sunday because he had a lefty. Yeah. Said, checks notes. Yeah. Lefty on the mound in course. Yeah. <laughs> Play Crone. 5,600. So definitely doable. Rizzo against Bradish. If you're not buying into Bradish, that's fine. Let's see. Do, 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 do. 
Goldschmidt. Trevor Williams is, is a gas can, so I'm fine pitching all of St. Louis, all of St. Louis stack here. Get Jared Walsh, who's hot. He gets great as Brent, well. Brandon Belt in course. Don't skip over him. Brandon Bell in course yeah, field. I like it. Brandon Bell in course is good. Let's see. Ty France. Ty France against Yusei. France still hitting 330. Yeah, he's yeah, he's really good. He, nope. Not a lot of power recently. The power was earlier in the year, but I'm definitely in. He's definitely just a good hitter. If you're not a Wayne Miley believer, Chavis at 38 <laughs> does hit lefty as well. Chicago, generally the wind blows out in Chicago. So we, Yeah, there's no nothing. I haven't seen a weather report out yet, so... Nope, nothing confirmed yet. Yeah, so we'll see what the weather is, but that's certainly a, a dart throw option for you. Guriel has three straight multi-hit games. Sure. Two two home runs over that in that span, too. Okay. So your boy Sheldon Noose at 35 against Archer. Still, yep, still that's okay. Still yeah, do. I think you can stack against Archer as a contrarian play. Yeah. Yep, I'm with you there. If you wanted to go Boston and Cordero's in the lineup, 2,900. He did have a couple of hits the other day. Yeah, it's fine. He's... You know, that's, probably, that's probably yeah. it though for me. For yeah, there's nothing, nothing exciting down here. Yep, I agree. Second base, Cole DeWong had a big day the other day, but I'm not paying fifty-seven hundred dollars for him. Yeah, yes, hit a home run, two straight games with a home run, and I said that on the in the playbook. And, yeah, a home run and two stolen bases yesterday. So I can like... his Fanduel price is just so much better. He's thirty-three hundred dollars. So if you want to, the Brewers are just because they're scoring so many runs, they're just priced up on DraftKings, but Fandle hasn't caught up yet. Fandle's he's still priced. Yeah, Fandle, They're has, all still priced. Fandle has Vlad Guerrero priced with Ty France. So if you're looking for value, he's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's the ninth priced catcher slash first baseman. So if you're looking for some potential upside there, uh, Vladdy on Fandle for sure. What did you say that Wong is? 33. 30, right? the, the, the Brewers in general are just priced way up on DraftKings. Yeah. At the same position, $5,100. Right. He's, they've both been good, but like, you can't pay that price. No, you can't pay that price. That's true. I, I don't really want to pay that price for Tommy Edmond either, $4,900. I'll pay it for L2. Again, I know you like Whitlock, so we're probably on like different sides of the fence, but three home runs in three games for L2A. Yeah, I just, there are, I guess technically they're going to Boston, which can be a hitter's environment, so. Look at Altuve the last 10 games, Sean. Six home runs, 405 average, 1,400 OPS. He scored 13 runs yeah, over that span. We get a lefty versus Polanco. I think we generally like that spot for him. Mm-hmm. Signs of life from Whit Merrifield too, John. Yeah. I know it was Coors, but prior to Coors, hits in three straight. So he's a six-game hitting streak, two home runs over that span. He had How many runs scored? Four, five, nine runs scored in his last five games, too. Who's heating up as well, it's like, is uh, Brian Rogers gets lefty. Yeah. Yep. Just picked him up in uh, the fantasy league that you and I play in together nice. that I'm currently person. Yep. Knock on wood that I have to stay there. but I, I am I am not in first place there. I've, <laughs> I've had some uh, some close weeks, but a flip of the coin. That's the worst part about head-to-head leagues. Which is yep. sometimes, sometimes you just come up short. Yeah. So I'm with you there. Let's see. Rogers at 4K. Espinal, obviously, always at 3,700. <laughs> He's just my guy. Everybody in Toronto is struggling. Not Santiago Espinal. 355 average, 940 OPS the last 10 games. So He's going to talk to the rest of the squad to, to pick it up here. He does. I agree with you there. He's the best hitter on their team right now. We get Villar versus the lefty. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's a good price, too. He They had priced him up. But got a little too... The price got a little too inflated for, for us lately, but it's a good price tag. Yep, I'm with you there as well. Uh, that's probably yep. it for me. Tony Kemp, maybe, if he leads off? 
Yeah, Tony Kemp leads off. Yep, so there it is. Uh, third base position, 5,700 Devers. He is one of the few Red Sox players that are just looking for a one-off home run guy sure. in a GBP. That's fine. I like Arenado. He went off last night. Big game for him. But then again, it kind of drops off a little bit for me. I don't know your thoughts on some of the mid-tier guys. Bregman's been better against righties this year. So if you want to, it's small sample of this year versus career sample versus lefties, which he's been superior facing. Justin Turner, signs of life, 13 RBIs over his last 10 games, six doubles in a home run. So we're getting Justin Turner every time he gets a hit. Fandle has Taylor Ward as a third base eligible player. We should play Taylor Ward then, because <laughs> he's like the best player in baseball. Are you against that? I'm not. I'm not. I wrote it up. <laughs> I wrote it up the other day. He leads the league in like average OPS, slugging, walks. Like he's just having who a cool, cover season. cover the numbers right. He, him and Trout. Like you're probably picking Ward's numbers. <laughs> uh, I just thought, <laughs> it was, I thought it was funny that he's a third base eligible player on Fanduel. Bobby Woods at a 4K. Hank. Let's see Rojas against Gonsolin, maybe. Moncada homered the other day. I think he's generally better against... Two and three. I think two and three. Yeah. Two of three home runs, I think he said. Yeah, uh, yeah. Does he have a hit in every game since coming back? He does. He's got a hit in every game since returning to the lineup. So maybe if we're, you know, we're not the biggest Brad Keller truthers here. So mm-hmm. I think I could we could probably take a little peek, see there. Giants third basemen are cheap in course. Yeah. Longo and Flores. Yep, yep. Urshela gets a lefty. I think he homered, he homered on Sunday. Yeah, pretty cheap. He homered two in a row. Two games in a row with home run. There you go. Uh, that's probably it for me. Uh, yes, sir. I'm trying to see if there's any like major price discrepancies on FanDuel. I like Bobby Witt at 4K. I know you just mentioned it. Yeah, but... 3K on FanDuel for Witt. Mancata's 3K. Rendon is 3K. You're going down there. Chapman is 2700 That's probably... Villar's 23 so a near mint price Villar versus a lefty. Yeah, that's good value. Yeah. Oh, Hanser. Hanser against a lefty. Mm-hmm. He's mint yep. pr- price on FanDuel. And the second baseman, third baseman on DK, 2800 Yeah, so we love him against lefties. If he's in the lineup, take a peek. So, yeah, good, good, good looks. We talked about him the other day. Shortstop, Trey Turner. Is at 54 gets the lefty matchup. That's definitely something that we're looking at. Uh, I know you said Bichette is uh, in a little bit of a slump, but he does generally hit righties better than so something to look at there. Uh, you get Xander at $4,800. No power out of Xander, just one home run in the last 10 games, but he is hitting 317 during that span. So, and I know Rizzi isn't isn't very good. So I'm I'm fine stacking Boston here at home. If that game goes off, uh, you get Iglesias against a lefty in cores, which I think we like. Crawford against Senzatella at 43. Anybody I haven't mentioned that you're interested in here? Not particularly. I'm, I'm looking at value, and I don't like really anything. Brendan Donovan, for, if he's in the starting lineup, he didn't play Sunday, but he's been really good for the Cardinals. So if you want to keep piling on against... Trevor Williams, Brennan yeah. Donovan. Yeah, not a lot of not a lot of value. Rice, Rice Lewis, John. There's one for the Twins, the prospect that's filling in for Correa right now. Sure. He went over on Sunday, but had been really good prior. So, yeah. twenty one hundred dollars. Yeah, he's uh twenty one hundred on Fanduel as well. So that that plays for me. Outfield, you you mentioned Ward already. He is fifty three hundred dollars on DraftKings, but we have Judge and Buxton both over 6K. Buxton versus lefty. Judge just being Judge. Otani gets the returning gray. Christian Yelich maybe all the way back. I don't know. You tell me. After his cycle the other day. He is 58, which I don't really want to pay that. Mullins is 57. No thanks. Uh, Trout 55 against a righty. I'm in. 
Uh, Stanton, I'll play, of course, at 51. I'm okay with Jordan against Whitlock, even though I like the strikeout upside. A lot of the usual suspects here, right? Connor Joe versus Lev. Benintendi's been good. Springer leading off. I don't know. Like, it's hard to... There's so many outfielders, and all these guys are priced just similarly. So there's a lot of good spots we can go here. Yeah, I don't have much to add about with the top tier. I think all those guys are firmly in play. I think when you go down to the mid-tier, Randall Grishik, 4500 is a good price tag yep. against a lefty. He's crushing lefties this year. I'm... More I look at the White Sox, the more I like them, especially their pricing. Like we didn't mention Tim Anderson, but forty six hundred for Anderson seems too cheap against Brad Keller, who's coming off a bad start. Luis Robert, the same thing, forty five hundred for a guy with power and speed upside. He already has six stolen bases in twenty five games, four home runs as well, hitting three ninety his last ten games. So I think Luis Robert, Kyle Tucker, forty four hundred. We know Kyle Tucker has massive upside because he steals and hits home runs as well. Brian Reynolds hits well from the right side. I don't hate him against your favorite pitcher of the slate, Wade Miles. So I think there's some pretty good mid-tier plays. Chris Taylor hits lefties. Well, I know he's been dreadful lately, but say another guy who's been pretty bad, but signs of life hits in four straight, gets a lefty. I think the mid-tier is pretty strong. Yeah, I, I definitely am a big fan. And again, we're, of course, is just going to be a popular yep. like stack. So It's not expensive. It's just it's cheap once again. Yeah. I feel like... We're getting baited into playing. Um, <laughs> we definitely are getting baited in. Jock at 42. Yastrzemski, 36. Yepez is 36. Oh, that's a good one. So they still haven't done much to any of anything to his price tag. And again, Trevor Williams is not a good pitcher. So you can certainly, you can target that, that matchup for sure. Let's see. Did you mention Yastrzemski? Yep, and Lamonte Wade, 34. Sure. Lefty righty there. Verdugo's 34. I know he's struggling pretty bad right now. Let's see. Pollock, it's Keller. I like Bader still. Steal some bags. Julio Rodriguez. Four. I told you he's when I mean, we talked about it, he's coming. He's he just has massive upside. Yeah. He's we've seen it. Three forty two batting average over the last ten games. So Yeah, he has massive upside. Thirty two hundred dollars. That's a that's a tasty little spot for him. Even if he doesn't come through, still be willing to run it out there. Loriano, again, slow start can't hit, can't hit can't hit without the juice, John. Yeah, he did have <laughs> two doubles again in against LA in their so on Saturday or Friday or whatever it was, but so maybe Chris Archer is the is the save all there. He does have two Hopefully. stolen bases at least since his return. So last year he was leading the league in base stolen bases, wasn't he? Before he got popped, or he was like up there in, in stolen base before he got popped. So maybe some potential there at three K. Let's see anybody else. Yeah, I got one, John. Sure. And I think you should change your name to this spelling. Oh geez, Jonathan Daza. <laughs> yeah, from Colorado. Another two hits. On Sunday, he hits second against a lefty. He gets Alex Wood, uh, 383 average this year. He's $2,700, two straight multi-hit games, has a hit in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in a row. If he hits second again, I'm playing him, 2,700. In cores, forget it, I'm playing him. I don't mind it. I, de- I definitely don't mind it. FanDuel has some decent pricing on guys. Again, maybe some tougher matchups, but Nimmo leading off, he's 3K. O'Neal, as, as much as he has struggled, again, don't like Trevor Williams. He's $3,000. I think it's going to rain in New York, though, so this game might end up yeah. being a wash based off what I've seen. So uh, something to watch, at least watch out for that there. Uh, Loriano is $2,800. Let's see, anybody else? Kepler, oh, that's a lefty matchup for him. Reynolds is 28. You mentioned him. Uh, Whit Merrifield's down to 27. Daza's 27. 
Let's see. Anybody else? Hicks, twenty six hundred dollars as a he's been leading off. I guess they say they have him listed as no. He, it's been no. They moved him to ninth. Okay, so they flipped it. Let's see. It's probably it for Fanduel too. Obviously, we're waiting for the official lineups to come out later in the day, and we'll see who pops up. But just trying to see if there's any like clear value options. Uh, but nothing is nothing's jumping out there. So that's a look at my, at the eleven game. Justin Reelands on your playbook for today. I'll definitely have that out shortly. Get us in Discord or on Twitter if you have any questions, and we will catch you guys later.